Welcome to White Shores, the podcast for spiritual beings having a human experience. Let me invite you to walk once more beside me on White Shores to talk about the real meaning of life and the true power of what is unseen. Let's discuss dreams, intuition, manifesting, as above, so below, angels, afterlife, the science of consciousness, and other infinite possibilities within and all around you. I hope every episode informs, inspires, and illuminates. So, now the scene is set, allow the grey rain curtain of this world to roll back and all to turn to silver glass. Let's walk barefoot together on the gentle, glistening sands of white shores to see what mystery lies beyond the material. Thank you for arriving safely on White Shores, a far green country under a swift sunrise. I have a fascinating and really helpful, informative guest for you today. I'm delighted to introduce to you Merrily Adams, PhD. Now, she's an author, organizational consultant and facilitator, executive coach and professional speaker. She is founder, CEO of the Inquiry Institute, a solutions company providing consulting, coaching, training, keynotes, and e-learning. She is also an adjunct professor in the School of Public Affairs at American University in the Key Executive Leadership Program and faculty for the Institute for Life Coach Training, the Adler Institute and Expedition Coaching. She is an ACC with the International Coach Federation and an affiliate instructor for Weatherhead Executive Education at Case Western University. Wow, when I read that out to you, I feel like I'm growing in intelligence already. Wow. (laughs) And I'm sure that she's going to have a similar elevating effect in this interview. Hello, Merrily. And you told me your name at the beginning is pronounced Merrily, Merrily, Merrily. Life is just a dream. I love that. Hello. Hello, and I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you from my heart for being here, because I know that what you're going to say is going to empower and help my listeners. And that's what this podcast is all about, but also in a really original way. And I I love your work. I really do admire it. But for people new to you, I mean, there will be people listening who know your work, because you are very well known in your field. But for people new to you, would you mind just sharing your origin story? My origin story about how I developed this work is, I think, what you're asking about. And I ask who you are and why you do this work and how you developed it, everything. I'm going to shut up now. Okay, and I'm, I'm going to be as concise about that as possible because there's so much really to talk about and so much I'd like to offer to your listeners that may be really useful and helpful and maybe even fun for them. So, um, I'm located in the U.S. in New Jersey, and um, I have a wonderful life in in that um, not only a wonderful home life, uh, but also a wonderful professional life in that I get to do exactly what I love and in a way that makes a difference for really, really a lot of people. And so um, my origin story has to do with um, as many people who 
I, I was a therapist for 25 years, then I became a coach. And now I have this company called the Inquiry Institute. And it's all based on um, le- learning the importance of the questions we ask ourselves and each other and how that can empower our lives, our relationships, our professional lives, and our success in general. And uh, a lot of this I began developing as I was working on myself. This is many, many years ago. And I discovered in a, in a this is a story that's in my book, Change Your Questions, Change Your Life, where um, I was writing my dissertation and really running into challenges with it and was very frustrated and upset. And one day I decided, um, first of all, this is obviously not going to take me any place feeling that way. And secondly, I started asking, what can I do about it? And so I started, I thought, well, I ought to take a look at myself. And I began to observe my own thinking about the situation. And I realized that my thinking was driven by questions I was asking myself, I hadn't realized that before. And I was asking myself questions like, why is this so hard? And why are they making this so difficult for me? And uh, will I never be able to do this? And um, lots of, of constricting, limiting, upsetting questions. And I realized that those questions were going to make things worse, and they were making things worse, and I needed to come up with new questions for myself. And so I started asking, this is all about writing my dissertation. What do I love about this topic? What difference can it make for people? What do I really want to share? And I actually got inspired by my own questions. And that was the humble beginnings of recognizing the importance of the mindsets that we're in and the kinds of questions we ask ourselves from what I now call judger mindset, which is the first set of questions I shared with you, and how much more effective and happy and connected and successful we can be if we ask ourselves learner questions on a regular basis and also others. So I, I can go on about that, but maybe you oh, no, I will I will make you go on because this this particularly resonant resonates with me because especially when I was younger, I was searching for answers. And a lot of people drawn to spirituality, personal growth, they're looking for answers to get sorted. And I like the way that you throw this on the head and, and you say no. It's the questions that you're asking. That's where the power is. Could you just sort of hone in on why? questions are perhaps more powerful than answers or affirmations. Oh, absolutely. Uh, That's easy to do. I'm in love with questions. I even sometimes tell people I'm a question geek. Uh, (laughs) Because, first of all, most people don't realize it, but we all think with questions, like the questions I was describing before. And the questions we ask ourselves literally are like software in our brains. They they program how we think, how we feel, how we relate, how we behave, and what kind of results we get. So um, 
the questions that we ask are far more powerful than answers because questions open thinking and answers, even if they're great answers, tend to close thinking. And if we want in our personal and professional and in our social worlds to be the most powerful, the most contributing, the happiest, um, then we need to be asking questions that lead in that direction. And once we're able to really assess the usefulness of the questions we're asking, that gives us at the same time an ability to ask, are these questions really helpful? And if they're not, what questions could be more helpful? So and questions are far more at the core and answers, um, there could be an answer for today that's not the same answer as for tomorrow. And that's particularly important, Teresa, in a world that we live in right now where there's so much disruption and uncertainty and the answers that worked yesterday and before may not work anymore and might even get in the way. So the way that we are most powerful is if we are equipped to be um, asking questions in this moment, in this moment, in this moment about what's going to serve best and what's going to take us forward in a way that's um, that represents progress and well-being knowing that uncertainty is with us forever. And so I have this saying that um, inquiry is, is an antidote for uncertainty. And once we develop the, the knowledge and the skills about question asking, then we can really um, help program our futures. Uh, and we can only do that with the best questions. The best questions. And what you're saying here is stay teachable, stay learnable, stay humble. Because, you know, having this open mind of inquiry, that's what's going to give you meaning and purpose and push you forward. Um, is that what you're saying? Am I right there? You're, you're right. I would say open minded, open hearted inquiry. Mm. And, mm. Um, and that positions it very differently. Um, there's a tool that we use at Inquiry Institute and that's in all of my books. And it's a visual tool. It's an illustration. I'd like to try to, to I'm going to describe it to your listeners and hope that, that, that you can picture it. If you can't picture it well, you can go to my website and you can download it for free. And that's InquiryInstitute.com. What I'm referring to is something we call the choice map. And it, the visual of it looks a bit like a cartoon. And on the left is a figure that's standing at a crossroads. And so something has occurred to this figure, a thought, a feeling, a circumstance. And then there's the question, what to do next? So we don't really have any power about what happened to us, but we have a lot of power if we know how to think about what comes next. There are two mindset paths on the choice map. One I call the judger path, which is um, 
the, so the questions that I opened up telling you about in my origin story. So when we are, we, and by the way, we all have both mindsets. It's, that's not a question. We all have both mindsets. The question is, what mindset are we going to lead with? And if we lead with the judger, then we find ourselves asking questions like, whose fault is it? Who's to blame? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with them? And those kinds of questions take us into what I call the judger pit. And it's actually illustrated on the choice map. Um, we have another mindset option to take, which is also a path on the choice map. And I call that one the learner mindset path. And the questions are completely different on the learner mindset path. So we're asking questions like, what do I want? What can I learn? What assumptions am I making? What is the other person thinking, feeling, and wanting? Am I being fully responsible here? And how can I be? And we, on the learner path, we're also asking questions about what's possible, um, what choices do we have or can we create, and what are the best moves forward? And the learner path, um, for I'm gonna I'm describing it because you all are just listening. The learner path literally goes off the page of the illustration. And the reason for that is when we are in learner mindset, we are much more open-minded, much more innovative, much more win-win, much more also taking care of ourselves and others. We are acting out of curiosity and possibility. And that is a position to take that's going to position us to create the best moves and the best relationships going forward. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, so many much of the problems in the world right now of people who think that they are right all the time because you learn absolutely nothing. And I guess that's why our childhood is often such a, a vivid, memorable time because ch children and questions go together. Why? Why? <laughs> you know, kids are answering. We've got to get back to that, really, haven't that that spirit of, of adventure and curiosity um, and, and knowing that, you know, finding the answer isn't actually the purpose of asking the question, is it? It's <laughs> well, it's, it's one of the purposes. Um, I should mention, given that you mentioned education, that I also wrote a book for educators called Teaching That Changes Lives. And it's in the same, it's, it's written as a fable. Change Your Questions is also written as a fable. Um, I'll get back to Change Your Questions in a minute. But I wrote the education book because I, I realized that critical thinking and collaborative thinking and the best learning occur from learner mindset. And I wanted that work to be in education. And as it happens, this morning, I was in a meeting with a school that I've been doing consulting with the leadership team. And we were working on the choice map and how they're going to be implementing that in their school with the, with the teachers and also with the students. And as you can imagine, Teresa, that makes me really happy and satisfied and um, it, 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 it turns out even kids can look at the choice map and learn something from it. 
Oh, that's that's beautiful. Um, and and as I say, you know, you're never too old to learn. You know, learning it just isn't at school. That's as well um, something I want to stress with this this um, this episode. But I'm glad you flagged up your book, your amazing book, um, "Change Your Questions, Change Your Life: Twelve Powerful Tools for Leadership, Coaching, and Life." Because this is an incredible success story. This book, isn't it? It is. I mean, a whopping four hundred thousand copies in dozens of languages and counting. Um, how did that happen? How did that make you feel? Because, I mean, obviously it must resonate. But, you know, you can't be that successful without it resonating. Well, exactly. And frankly, it was sort of a surprise to me. Uh, the first book I wrote was a psychology textbook. Well, you know, the world doesn't read psychology textbooks. So I wrote Change Your Questions to make the material accessible and friendly and easy and practical for people. And I put it in the form of a fable because we learn best from stories. And it's a story about a leader who's floundering and the coach and CEO who work with him. And as you can imagine, it all worked out very well. And he learned all of these question thinking tools um, in inside the fable. I haven't used the term question thinking before in this conversation, but it simply means that we think with questions. So um, I did not know that the book was as successful it was as it became in the beginning. And, um, but it's, it's become what my, my publisher calls an evergreen book. The first edition was published in 2004 and um, there will be a new edition coming out this summer. And every edition has brought in new material and making the story stronger. And the reason that it's sold so many is because people read it and pass it along. So they, they, they read it and they pass it to their teams, to their families. Their, their, even though this Change Your Questions is a business fable, um, I've also included some chapters about our hero's relationship with his wife and how the same tools that he learned to use that gave him leadership success were the similar tools that he used to really change his marriage in a good way. And um, we, I could shorthand it and say that it's a methodology of emotional intelligence. It's also a methodology of thinking and of being purposeful and positive about that. So I began getting calls from people. Um, can you come speak about this? Can you teach us that? Um, and I, I realized the book was really catching on. And what's fascinating to me is I learned recently half of those sales are international sales. And at this point in the courses that we give at Inquiry Institute, we have um, people from a lot of different countries who join us. And so that makes me really happy because um, I've come to realize that this methodology and these tools are central to everything that we, and that's a very broad we in the, in the professions that do leadership and change, but these tools fit with everything that other people have been doing and also elevate them. And so 
even um, I had an opportunity seven years ago. I think I was in in um, Singapore and then China for a month speaking and giving workshops. And it was I, I was a little nervous about it, to tell the truth, because I didn't know whether my ideas and my stories and my models and my methods would land well for those audiences. And plus, um, in the keynotes I gave, uh, I was being simultaneously translated, which was an interesting other thing. And it turned out so well um, that it really um, made it clear to me how universal these ideas are and how universally helpful they are, regardless of whatever other methods of change uh, that people are using. So, yeah, and if, go ahead. If, if you're listening, everyone, it's a life-changing book. And um, what I admire about it most is it's also, not only is it a great read, and you learn a lot, but it's so practical and helpful. And in spiritual literature, I think we need much more of that, things that can, you can tools you can actually apply and when you apply them you can see a positive change so merrily thank you for that and it doesn't surprise me at all that people are unconsciously drawn to this what you describe as the learner mindset um you know because it opens everybody up doesn't it to their sense of their own potential and infinite possibilities within and around them you know and um long may it continue and your work is so important you're you're helping people practically you know it's not all airy fairy you know you have your you have the theory that you give but you also give practical steps so thank you for that also what I love is the story element because um listeners of White Shoals will know how much I love my movies and my novels <laughs> and I think they can teach things spiritual lessons and truth and life wisdom in a way that just saying it can't so thank you um, but we actually got in touch, didn't we, via IONS, um, the Institute of Noetic Sciences. Are, are you a follower? Are you? A, do you support their research? Where are you with the science? I'm a, I support them financially every month. I've also presented at IONS, and I find myself very drawn to the perspectives and the research that um, – that they that they do. I just, I love what they do, and I love supporting them and participating with them. And um, I'm starting to think about, and I haven't said this out loud very much, Teresa, but I'm starting to think about possible research that I could be doing with them. For example, mm. the um, learner mindset is a certain kind of consciousness, and questions bring a certain kind of consciousness. And I would love to, I mean, I've, I, I no longer doubt the material um, after the success the book has had and the demand for uh, the courses we do and the training and, and facilitating. Uh, I would really love to do some research to validate more of that. Um, so I expect to have a long um, relationship with ions. I'm, I'm in love with them too. I kind of, I found out about them about six years ago and I just felt they're getting it right because they're bringing in the, the rigor, the scientific rigor and looking at it in that kind of rational, logical way, but also in a highly intuitive way. 
Um, and if you're listening and um, you, you don't know what the Institute of Noetic Sciences is, noetic refers to the inner world, um, the invisible world, the unseen. And uh, the Institute is a group of leading scientists researching that. And you can actually find interviews with each one of these scientists on previous episodes of White Shores from Dean Radin, Arnold DeLorme, Garrett Young, Helena Wabe, uh, Lauren Carpenter. They're all, all been on here and their episodes are so heavily downloaded. I do urge you to listen to them if you haven't, because I, I don't know. I just feel that it, IONS is getting it right. This is my humble opinion. I'm sure there will be plenty of people who disagree, but I like the application of science and data. Yeah, I do too. And let me add something to that. Um, in Inside this work, this question thinking work, is a great respect and honoring of the humanity of each of us. And that includes our whole selves. And so when I talk about learner mindset, which is something we, we all have learner mindset, we all have judger mindset. Um, sometimes we don't like our judger mindset, but it's important to remember that it's part of all of us. So part of what I really love about this work is that it includes accepting and even forgiving judger when it shows up, and that positions us to be whole. I mean that W-H-O-L-E, because that's all of us. And so when we can learn to, as I said, recognize, accept, forgive, and even take lessons from our judger, that it fortifies our learner. And another important aspect of that is that, as you well know, Teresa, um, a human inclination is to think dualistically, either or, this or that. And um, that kind of thinking ultimately gets us in a lot of trouble, in my opinion. And by utilizing these methodologies, we get away from dualistic thinking into whole thinking for whole human beings on a whole planet. Um, and I think that's really important because I think that positions us in the most powerful and even kind ways to address issues and to come up with solutions that honor each of us. And uh, that's just so important, whether it's in business, whether it's in our personal lives, and whether it's in our civic lives. I think that's just fundamental. Oh, brilliantly put. Again, people often say to me, what's the mark of a spiritual person? And, you know, you, the, the people expect me to say, oh, we unconditional love, faith, you know, peace, inner calm, all that. Yeah, and that's all part of it. But actually... I'm more and more thinking it's curiosity. That's the definition of a spiritual, like personal growth. Um, and you, you kind of embody that spirit in your books too. And I think everybody listening should have on their phone, maybe as the screensaver, the choice map, which I have on my phone now. And um, you can find that at your website, can't you, Merrily? Um, the choice map. You can. Um, and and, and I'll, yes. I'll just say it. It's www inquiry, I-N-Q-U-I-R-Y, institute.com. 
That's brilliant. I was going to ask, where's the best place for people to find the choice map and to find out about you and to connect to you? And is that the best place? Are you on social media? Um, Where do you run your courses? How can people find out about that? How can people buy your books? All this information. So the quick thing is you can buy my books on Amazon. There are other places, um, including independent bookstores, which I support, um, but definitely on Amazon. And Teaching the Changes Lives is also there. Um, We're definitely on social media. And the website has a wealth of resources, many of them free, of interviews and podcasts and blogs, all about different aspects about the power of questioning and also the power of learner mindset, which, by the way, Teresa, curiosity, positive curiosity is really the cornerstone of learner. And as you said, the cornerstone of spirituality. Um, information about our courses, our podcast, e-learning, all of that is available on the website. So, and, and also my email is on there. So if people want to be getting in touch with me, I'd be delighted to hear from you, to respond to your questions and be in conversation with you. Uh, This is my favorite thing to talk about. And I can can tell and I can feel that, although we can't see each other because this is an audio interview, I can feel that. And I know everybody listening can as well. And I'm getting tingles because I love it when there's an interview with somebody authentic, original, you know, empowering like you. And then they say, well, this is how you can reach me. And when you go there, you can find X, Y, Z, and all this whole universe can open up of connections and 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 brainstorming that they may never have been aware of before. So thank you. Could you, would you mind just giving that website again? Because that's the portal, isn't it? It is the portal. Uh, www.inquiry. And in the US, it's spelled with an I, I-N-Q-U-I-R-Y, institute, I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E dot com. And I do want to say, Teresa, because you were talking about practical before, the two words that people most typically use about the choice map and the book and all this work is the two words are practical and profound. PP. Practical and (laughs) profound. And, and, um, even the CEO of the school I was working with this morning said, this is life-changing. A double P. I love that. Practical and profound. And, and don't we all need more of that in our lives? Um, what's the future for you now, Merrily? More of this growing, what you're putting out? There, the future is a couple of quick paths. One is, of course, the new book that's coming out and a separate workbook that goes with it. But it, So I'm develop, it's sort of two-pronged. I'm developing the work. Um, there's new material in the new book, um, and I'm always in how can I make it better and more available. I'm also, I, I run a business, and our business is designed to bring what we call learner living to individuals, teams, relationships, organizations, and society at large. Imagine if we lived in a world where most people were in learner mindset most of the time, what beautiful Mm. possibilities we could unfold. I've got another P to add possibilities. (laughs) Practical. (laughs) 
possibilities. <laughs> Got to put that on the book cover. What's the title of the new book coming out? Or have you not decided yet? The Oh, yeah, it's decided. So the main title is the same, Change Your Questions, Change Your Life. The subtitle is slightly different. It's now 12 Powerful Tools for Leadership, Coaching, and Results. And results, because it was life before, wasn't Correct. it? Correct. Right, and results. Interesting. And when does that come out? Um, it'll be out in August. People can pre-order. It's on Amazon now if you want to see the cover or if you want to see the workbook. And I'm just very excited to see where this new book and the workbook is going to take us and what it's going to make possible for us to provide exciting possibilities and times ahead and that's august 2022 what i love about podcasts is they bounce around on the ether forever <laughs> you know it's you never know where they're going to end up and what year people are listening to it i love it that the future may be listening to the past here oh marily it's been an absolute joy talking to you but i'm not going to let you go without asking you to leave us with one life-changing quote or or thought or practical tip that you'd like to leave our listeners with. And I'm going to share, of course, your Lord of the Rings quote. It could be no other one than the most famous Lord of the Rings quote, one of the most famous, because there are many famous Lord of the Rings quotes. All that we have to do, all that we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. <laughs> and what's beautiful about that, Teresa, is moment by moment by moment, we get to decide whether we're going to live into that future in judger or whether we're going to live into that future in learner. And everything that we do here at Inquiry Institute is to strengthen learner. So a quote, great results begin with great questions and um, learner questions for ourselves and for others will make the biggest difference in terms of our success and our happiness at work and at home. Would you mind repeating that? Because it's so profound. Um, I'd love to hear it again. The first one was great results begin with great questions. That's actually in Change Your Questions. And the second thing I said is to live, um, to be able to manage ourselves, because that's always where we start, that we manage ourselves so that we live strongly and predominantly in learner, which means that um, we are coming from win-win. We're coming from possibility. And thank you for the three Ps because I now have practical, <laughs> profound, and possibility. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that's also true. And we have the most possibility of creating the world that we want to live in personally and professionally when we're operating from learner and managing judger and caring about each other and our future together. And on that high note, thank you from my heart and soul, Marilee, for your precious time today. I really, really appreciate it. This was really quite a pleasure and wonderful to be able to speak to an international audience. Thank you from my heart and soul for being here and walking beside me in spirit on white shores. Sensitive, kind, compassionate souls like you who see beyond the material are needed more than ever today to help this earth heal and evolve. 
If you have any questions, stories or insights to share, I absolutely love hearing from you and aim to reply to everyone in due course. My website is www.theresachung.com. My contact email is angeltalk710 at aol.com. And you can message me via my Instagram handle, the Teresa Chung, as well as my Facebook and Twitter author pages. Until we meet again on these white shores, keep being amazing spiritual you, sending my eternal love and gratitude.